welcome to What's Up, episode 35. Woohoo! I'm uh, more than 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big Jesus, one's got number 53. Number 53. We've been doing it for a year. That's. No, no. That's sad because in like two years, that'll be my age, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. You will notice we are missing Otto today. He is, actually yes. speaking of music news, which I'm sort of doing for him, he's at a Matchbox 20 concert. So he will probably fill you in on that next episode. Yes. Um, and I'm jealous. I haven't listened to Matchbox 20 in forever. I think maybe they showed up on like my, uh, not necessarily recommended, but just like on my... Um, Spotify, uh, you know, when I put it on shuffle of a station or whatever. But I have not physically went out and see sought them out myself in a long time. I do believe that they put out a new album recently. But I do know that the lead singer, Rob Thomas, has done so much stuff as well. Oh, I do recognize so, yeah, that And name. by the yep. way, just so you... Yeah, just so you know, you are dark. Uh, really? I thought I my new thing was going to take care of all my issues. I thought my issues were going to be gone. It shows fine on my end. Yeah, no, That's my weird. end, it's, uh, it's, there, there you go. Be back now. Okay. We'll just hope it turns out, I guess. Because generally it does turn out. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, the one thing... Does. He gave us two things to mention, but I only have kept one thing uh, that I thought was necessarily worth mentioning. Corn uh, or not corn? Slipknot has a new keyed keyboard, keyboardist, guitar, whatever you want to call them. Yes. Um, keyboardist player. And they... Um, I guess because Corn has done a thing about wearing masks and then revealing themselves a couple of years later or something. Um, so people have guesses as to who th their new player is. And that is Zach Baird, who used to be Korn's keyboardist. So, yep. I've never been a big fan. Like, now that I'm into this kind of music, I still don't know. I don't pay attention to guitar. who plays the guitar, who plays the drums, who's the singer. I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. That's not my forte. Yeah. Um, do I have any? I just Google it because I don't keep up with things. <laughs> oh, I do actually have, since I'm doing what? Otto's music today, I do have one kind of sort of video that goes with it. And I know he wasn't a fan of it anyway, so it works out that he's not here. Okay. That sounds good. Seriously, come on. Hey.
<laughs> oh man, that was Metallica. I used that was to Metallica watch doing a cover. Oh, nice. Uh, so, I used to watch Pokemon actually when I was a kid. So I yeah, you went back again, my guy. I don't know what would be causing it. There's no... My internet's better. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's better. I thought it was going to be good enough that I would be fine still doing it from my house and not having to go to my grandmother's. But maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'll have to start going to my grandmother's anyway. In the, na the name of Matchbox 20's new... Oh, shoot. Uh... <clears throat> new album that came out May 26th of this year is Where the Light Goes. Okay. I think I listened to... So your new... Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. I think I listened to like one or two songs from it. It was okay. Is it? Do they still have their same, like, old poppy whatever sound? Or have they changed since? <laughs> I think it still sounds similar, but I don't know. Like, don't ask me if things have changed, because I will <laughs> tell you yes when maybe that might not be the case. But you know what? Distinctions are so hard now that I just give up. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, your new uh, quote-unquote segment that you started last week kind of sort of was music involved music, so I don't know if you wanted to kind of throw it in with Otto's music before I did our transition. Yeah, so I will. So, <clears throat> so this past week... Um, Thursday through Sunday, I worked CMA Fest for anybody that is, that's never attended a four-day, uh, music festival in Nashville, specifically, uh, country related. There were over 300 artists. Um, there were, like, five or six or seven different stages throughout downtown. They had Broadway blocked off, um... And so I spent a lot of my time at the tavern where they had a different artist every hour. That was nice. Um, when we got to Nissan, though, CMA Fest isn't what I remember as a fan. Um, I attended for five years. And then because they added so many artists to it, every segment's like 50, every artist has 15 minutes. And basically, you have cameras everywhere. Um, they are recording for a show that'll air in July on ABC. So it's CMA Fest, I guess. I don't know what it is, what the title is. Um, but so they're, they're filming that, they're taping it. Um, so it's, it's a long process, but it was okay. Eric Church apparently just like dipped um, after five songs. Nobody knows why. I tried looking it up and couldn't find what? out. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. Um, yeah, it was it was a long four days. But if you are a country fan, if you're not, if you just want to get into festivals, 
Um, come to Nashville, come check it out. So party. <laughs> and I also saw Duran and Duran. I'm not, I'm not a huge... Ooh, there you go. See, I was going to say, I'm not a huge country fan, but I do like Duran Duran. Yes. And then Friday, Brian Adams will be in town. So... That'll, okay. Or no, Saturday. So that'll be a... Um, but yeah. If you want any artists that'll be in town, you can always ask more. Alright. Um, that's all I got. So let's talk some wrestling. Um, <clears throat> so just as a quick little funny thing, I'll play this real quick. I know a sound that all men love. That sounds expensive. This sounds better. Let's see. That'll never uh, Jessica McKay. Right? Uh, Jessica McKay, who I can't remember which one. Otto's the one that was quote-unquote obsessed with them. But she was part of the Iconics. Jessica McKay is pregnant. Adding to our list of WWE stars who are pregnant. Pregnant people, so We currently yes. have Carmella and Alexa Bliss. There are rumors, well, you know, and she hasn't uh, denied it's, uh, or baby confirmed. Season. <laughs> um, she hasn't confirmed or denied, but she liked a status on or something or a tweet on Twitter about her being pregnant. Is Liv Morgan? So I don't know if she's pregnant or not, but maybe her injury is a story, and that's why she's off TV currently. Hmm. On top of that, it was also said that Liv Morgan and Charlotte got cast in a wrestling movie that starts filming in June. So I don't know how that would work, especially if she is pregnant. So you're basically saying that they're not just doing shows about wrestling, but they're doing movies now? Well, I mean, I guess they've existed, but... Like, really, the only, like, major one was, like, Rocky. I don't know anything outside of that. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, well, they have the movie based on Paige and her life, with or Soraya, whatever you want to, uh, called Fighting With My Family. Um, there's the Marine movies, Marine 1 through, I think they did 6. I don't know if those are necessarily counted mm. as wrestling movies, though. Um, there is the one on Netflix, uh, like the mask or something like that. A kid finds a mask in his closet and puts it on, and he gets amazing wrestling superpowers almost, and makes it all the way through like a WWE something or other. The Miz is in it. Oh wow! And, and uh, but yeah. Um. Let's see what do we got article wise for wrestling. I got a couple. All right. 
we have verified a new rule for money in the bank. It was uh, kind of sort of, I don't know if hinted is the right word, but last year Austin Theory cashed in on Seth Rollins for the U.S. title. So this year it has been said that the money in the bank can be used to cash in on the U.S. title or the IC title. So that is official that that is now doable. It doesn't have to be... It has, they haven't specified tag titles, which Otto and I thought was going to be a thing. But the money in the bank can be cashed in on any of the men's major titles now, instead of just the top two. Uh, also at money in the bank, being that we have... Um, um, I'm trying to think of names. Cody Rhodes going against Dominic Mysterio. And Rhea Ripley is supposed to be at um, Dominic's corner. There are rumors that Brandy Rhodes is going to make a return and protect her husband. Mm. Um... <clears throat> We have more NXT talent headed up to main roster and vice versa. Some more main roster supposed to be heading to NXT. Um, Braun Breaker and Ilya Dragunov are bound for the main roster. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah, this doesn't say anything about anybody else moving down. It doesn't give names, but apparently there's supposed to be more switches even though we just had the draft. <laughs> Spoilers for a match coming up for Monday Night Raw and NXT apparently now. Uh, and it's not... Spoiler is the... Used lightly because, you know, they do stuff like this all the time. Uh, yeah. Money in the Bank is supposed to have a match between Rollins and Finn Balor for Rollins' title. However, he has issued an open challenge for next week's Monday Night Raw. So everybody's saying, well, he's going to retain it because he's got a match with Finn Balor at the pay-per-view. On top of that, um, apparently yesterday on... Or not yesterday, but yeah, yesterday, because today's Wednesday. On NXT, Braun Breaker called out Seth Rollins as well. So next Tuesday on NXT, Seth is going to fight Braun Breaker for the title. So again, logically, oh, Seth's going to retain because they have the pay-per-view. <laughs> to an extent, though, that would make sense if that's how he comes up to main roster, is if Braun Breaker wins on Tuesday and then just has mm -hmm. to go up with the title. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Who do you think's gonna win? I mean, I think I think it'd be Seth because I don't think. I mean, they made a big deal about Seth and Finn's being like a seven-year in the making match, so I don't think being they made a big deal about that that they'd give that match up. Yeah. But if it wasn't for that, I would say again. Now that we know that Braun's supposed to move up, maybe they would give it to Braun and have him go that way. I would Unless, also that somebody that's which also not been known one. to do. Well, somebody that's also like new. See, Rosalind, I'd also say something. There must be a delay. 
I would also go, I would, but I don't know, I could also like see it going the other way. There's a small chance, because they've done something similar before, if they do, if Braun takes it, but then they still want to do Seth and Finn because of that. Maybe if Braun wins on Tuesday and then moves up with it, they'll do a triple threat at Money in the Bank. Oh. That could be... I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Um, all right, so we got some rumor roundup. So again, keep in mind these are all rumors, and I'm reading you know cage side seats rumors of the week thing. Um, the which this was my favorite part of Monday Night Raw from this week. The Chad Gable and Eric match was cut short on Raw to make room for a backstage segment with Finn and JD McDonough. Uh, apparently, it was a Triple H call after Vince McMahon made the call to take it out previously. So Triple H does still apparently somewhat listen to Vince McMahon. Not great. Because, again, that was my favorite part of Monday Night Raw, and the fact it got cut short means it could have possibly been even better. Yeah. Well, you know there's supposed to be a total there's something going on. Yeah. Uh, there's supposed to be a total of seven matches uh, Money at Money in the Bank. Early odds has LA Knight favored to win the men's Money in the Bank match, but Damian Priest is also a Dark Horse contender. Not sure what that terminology means, per se. Maybe it's... He's like the underdog or something. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed Damian Priest when he had his very short uh, U.S. title run. He, he had, That was pretty nice. Uh, I liked that. So he definitely, I think he does deserve a title again. I mean, um, Bruce is a beast. Johnny, uh, Johnny Gargano is teasing a return to Monday Night Raw next week. And it word persists that Tommaso Champ is coming as well to join up with The Way. Which they had hinted at that, like... Right after the draft, that someone else was supposed to be coming back. So I'm, or when I think it was Gargano said that, but um, now it's been a long time since they've done it anyway. But PW Insider does speculate that WWE is done doing matches on the kickoff shows. I don't know the last time they actually had one, so we kind of imagined, already kind of thought that they were done. Yeah, but. And then this is not quite wrestling related, but it's on there. Samantha Irvin is supposed to be singing the national anthem prior to the Red Sox-Yankees game at Fenway Park on Sunday night. So that'll be interesting. Has she ever done the national anthem before, or is this like her first time? Not that I'm aware of, but... I mean, she's... I don't know. <laughs> I'd definitely be interested to see if she's got a good singing voice or not. Or if she's one of those ones who, you know, ruins it, per se. I mean, that kind of stuff always intrigues me, because it's like, you're either going to do really well, or you're just going to bosh and make a fool of yourself. Yeah. On national TV. So, 
part of why that was my favorite segment on Monday Night Raw was the bit with Maxine. I thought that was great. Obviously, when she was doing Maximum Male Models, I was not a huge fan of her character. But now that she's with um, Alpha Academy, instead of using Maximum Male Models to break up uh, Alpha Academy, I'm very happy with that storyline. So I do have a little clip of Maxine. The week before, oh. they were actually in Orlando. And we Your video was played. like she got his birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She I I find it funny though that like nobody knew who it was until or like she didn't even like yeah. everybody she talked to like he had to check the email to find out. That's insane. Yeah. I guess It's kind of fun to keep it on the down low or something like that, but it is. It is. But it kind of sucks too because then you're like, oh crap, like I have a short amount of time to do all this stuff and leave. Yeah. So, uh, this might be, well, I'm gonna, don't, I don't mean this offensively, obviously, but, um, you know, being that Otto's blinds, I, there are some times where he relies a lot on the announcers. Um, I know you're, Somewhat, I don't know how much you pay attention necessarily to what they say versus watching what's going on. I'd say like 50-50. So I'm assuming you and Otto are probably not a fan of Kevin Patrick. Wait, which one is that? Corey Graves is forced to carry Monday Night Raw's commentary. Face first into the turnbuckle. No, oh, that's it. Ricochet answers. KP, you gonna say something or KP, you there? Hello. Oh. Here's another thing. If Kevin Patrick doesn't know the name of a move, he'll just say the person's name or go. Oh, watch out, chin scale. Nakamura had a plan. Imagine if I was listening to this broadcast with just headphones on. What was this plan that you were talking about? 
I could keep nitpicking, but it's just frustrating that. <laughs> so I didn't know that who who that was like that announces. Um, but in terms of like, uh, well, they each show has different announcers. Right. So I think. So I have a thing with like <laughs> announcers and them sounding energetic and like. I've watched and listened to them and I, is this, um, was this raw? Then that's a Uh, I want to say Kevin Patrick and, uh, Corey Graves is SmackDown. I'm, I could be wrong, but I want to say they're SmackDown. Um. Because I definitely, like, like his his voice and the way he um, is so enthusiastic for the matches. That's why we need Pat McAfee back. Pat McAfee was the best. And also, it's like very interesting when they cut to like the the shots of like the announcers and stuff, and then they're just talking. You're like, oh, that's who that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, generally, they don't... I mean, they. I guess, from my understanding, back before I really got in, the announcers had a lot more storyline uh, than they currently do. Uh, being that Corey Graves is married to Carmella back when she was on TV, they kind of in, put that as part of Carmella's story, and she was <laughs> making out with him one time. And it wasn't really said, and I wanted I pulled up an article for it a couple of times, but never mentioned it. Um, the episode of I believe it was, maybe it was Raw. Anyway, um, when Carmella and Corey passionately—I guess that's probably the best word to use—but not. Um, they were making out very grossly um, on screen. Apparently, that was the ten-year reunion of when they did. Um, Edge and Lita's uh, live sex celebration. And so that's why they did that. Ah. So, originally they wanted to do another live sex celebration, but because they're not, you know, they're rated uh, low, much lower now, they can't get away with that. So what's interesting is, is that I never knew that, like, announcers were a part of storylines even, like, back then, more than they are now. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, I mean, again, they do it sometimes now, again, too, because they had, um, when Pat McAfee was there, they gave him a storyline originally with Baron Corbin, um, and then he got to be involved, I want to say it was Mania, uh, not this year, but last year, um, he ended up being in a, uh, thing with Stone Cold for a split second, um, Back during COVID, Bailey had a ongoing, it wasn't necessarily per se storyline, but they were always, uh, her and Michael Cole were always nitpicking each other. Anytime someone said something like Bailey's like, Michael Cole, that's not how you say my name or, you know, whatever. <laughs> but. <laughs> so, as another wrestling show, but not like WWE or AEW. Have you heard of Heels at all? Um, 
As in, like, the show? Like, that is a show? Yeah. No. But I have heard of the term. Okay, so Heels is a show on stars? Um, no. Yes? Um, something, one so, of those stars, AM, not AMC, something similar. Um, it is a wrestling show. One of the main character is, um, I can't think of his character's name or anything like that, but um, it is Steven, nope, hang on. Can't think of his name. I'll just play the video. <laughs> okay, hi, good morning. WWE versus AEW. March Madness style. Fantastic. TikTok is just making <laughs> shit for me. Season 2 of Heels premieres July 28th at 10 p.m. That is, amazingly, right after Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. Our show's on Stars. Now, I play a wrestler on TV. I've also fractured my hip in a wrestling ring, and I broke my back in two places. All of this to say that my opinions when it comes to this uh, hypothetical tournament that is never going to happen are more valid than yours. Like, unless... Uh, Unless John Moxley has a Twitter account or a TikTok account that I don't know about, and he's going to make his picks. Like, his are as valid as mine, but not more. And if you have a problem with that, my T10 and my L1 vertebrae say, The fuck off. Okay, here we go. Jericho versus Jungle Boy. I love Chris. Long story career, surefire Hall of Fame. Concurrently, Jungle Boy's dad is my favorite television character of all time, and he and I had a long, long discussion before he passed away when he was on Riverdale. We were traveling from Vancouver to Seattle for San Diego Comic Con. He was like, My son, he had just seen me in SummerSlam, he was like, My son is trying to get into the wrestling business and make suggestions, pointers, etc. etc. So that, and Jungle Boy's tremendous work ethic, excellent theme song, and recent showing at Double or Nothing, he's going to pull the upset over the champion. Yeah, it's, it's my turn. Oh man, I'm, I'm terrified of Solo. I'm terrified of crushed my dreams recently. <laughs> possible. A lot of respect over here, but we got to go with the head of the judgment day over here. It is my sincere hope that I get chopped by Gunther. Gunther? Catch a rising star here, and that is my man Austin Theory. Really good at Mania this year against Cena. Tremendous run as US champion. What's going on right now? I think it's my answer. And he was tremendous at Mania against Pat McAfee. 
time you have a quote unquote celebrity entry, you match the most false the actual Speaking from experience, oh, don't do this to me. Shit. See, I gotta go with my guy here, Hangman. Question for you, someone posted this on Twitter. Interesting theory. Have you and I ever been seen in the same place at the same time? I'm not saying the same person, I'm just, just asking. Future Hall of Famer. Cowboy shit. Oh my god. Be a good match. I'll admit that'd be a good match. how you do it. If you come out with a different winner, not as smart as I am. All right. So for a minute, <laughs> it took me a while to realize it was a freaking filter. I thought it was a hat. Oh. <laughs> he was like moving his head that was I was like, what is he wearing? I was like, oh. And I also think that Stephen Amelli, he was the Green Arrow on Arrow. Yes, yes. yes. And he did have a match, uh, but way before I was in, well, not way before I was in wrestling, but back when, before Cody Rhodes left WWE the first time, 
Um, there was a match between uh, Stephen Amell, Stardust. Um, it was a it was a two a tag match. I don't remember who was on Cody's side, and I don't remember who was on uh, Stephen's side. But it was a it was a tag match, and he did have a match in a or WWE, and it was good, in my opinion, anyway. So, well, this is gonna sound like a dumb question because I only know him from acting, but was he an actual wrestler too? Uh, I don't know. He he said he injured himself in the ring a couple of times. The only match that I really know about that he had was in that one match at SummerSlam a couple of years ago, or however many years ago. Oh, I had to okay. have been like six now, because I've been in wrestling for five, I think five years now. So I had to have been at least six SummerSlam six years ago or more. Um, but again, he's, he's the main character of the uh, wrestling show Heels, and like he said, season two is... June 24th or July 24th, one of the two. And that he, I was right, it was on Stars. Huh. Well, maybe if season, season one Season one was phenomenal. CM Punk. Is season did one on like Hulu make or something? Guest star, I think, two episodes. I, you have to be, it has to be on Stars. It's not on anything else. You have to pay. Oh, I think okay. it was nine ninety nine that I paid when I first watched. I don't remember. I know they have sales quite often where it comes six ninety nine. I don't know when they're going to do it again. Probably, uh, knowing how big of a show Heels is, they probably won't do it right about now because they don't want people to get the cheap deal for that show. <laughs> but so speaking of MJF winning that, I do have two very small clips. Uh, one of him talking about uh, he was in an interview talking about who he'd want to wrestle in WWE, and then someone else who's a big. Uh, Wrestle Talk influencer uh, talking about what everybody's going to say if he switches to WWE. Get ready. And this is, by the way, as I've discussed before, there's no bigger Roman Reigns for him. I also love what Seth Rollins. But that doesn't make sense to me. Because let's say in 2024, yeah. you make the jump, right? And you, you, you take $15 more a year. Yeah. And you make the jump and you're over there. And you're going to want to. I think it'd be a friendly competition. I also, I would love to wrestle Seth Rollins. I'd love to wrestle the What They got a newcomer over there, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, it's my best friend, the Rhodes. The last time you were on the show, you called him, and I quote, the biggest piece of shit on earth. That happened. Me and Cody, we still talk sometimes to this day. I love that guy. Also, Cody. I texted my parents and they offered them tickets for the Long Island show. Really? Yeah. They couldn't go. They were busy. But, I mean, it was worse. Also, have you seen this movie? I have. What a keyboard is I almost feel like that's out of character, too. Yeah. Like, just straight up being nice to... Yeah, that was... <laughs> Who was the dude in the people? MJF. No idea. Everyone that is saying they want MJF to go to WWE or that he is going to go to WWE in 2024 and act excited for that and like you want it to happen and he needs to leave AEW or that he's better than AEW. Once he is there, he is not going to be the same MJF that he is in AEW. 
And you guys are going to immediately be like, MJF sucks, and they're going to turn on him. Even though you know, you know, when he leaves AEW and goes to WWE, he is going to be different. He cannot be the same MJF in WWE that he is in AEW. It will not happen. And you're going to bitch about it. Again, to prove his point. I feel like she kind of has a point. I mean, again, big thing is, if nothing else, because of the rating alone. WWE's rate, like TV rating is lower, so they're not allowed to, you know, that's why AEW can bleed. And WWE can't really bleed that much. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I do agree completely with that part. I mean, he can still be probably somewhat an extent to what he is, but just because he is MJF. I think he does have to make changes, though, going from one to the other. Because you can't. Because, like, how can yeah. you be the same? You can't. It's different. Um, organizations, I guess. I mean, to an extent, which again, I feel like because of who he was, he had the excuse. Like when Cody Rhodes came back to WWE, he was the same that he was when he left AEW, mm. for the most part. I mean, Just he didn't like... quite exactly have the same character because when he left AEW, everybody wanted him to be a heel. And he didn't want to be a heel. Which was his argument for why he was a heel, because he wasn't doing what the crowd wanted. Mm -hmm. But So he was acting like a babyface, but still getting booed because everybody wanted him to be a heel. But so he came back, and he was a baby. When he came back to WWE, he was a, excuse me, a babyface. But. So I don't know. Alright, one last wrestling video, and then I'm done with everything I have wrestling-wise. So Chelsea was giving me shit about cleaning out the pantry too many protein supplements, stuff like that. We cleaned it out, but then I went through and a lot of stuff that Chelsea had that was expired. Chelsea, I'd like you to publicly, this Trader Joe's organic shells, white cheddar macaroni and cheese, can you please give me the date on here that you've been saving? Just please give me the sure, date. Sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not here. You said that about a lot of things, like, uh, like, like this fucking chunky Chipotle thing. Let's see, uh, 2021. So what about this? What's the date on that? The 27th of July. What year? <laughs> 2019. 2019. Holy shit. <laughs> well, it happens to the best of us. Although, how can you not? I will admit, and you don't see it very often... Yeah, my family is not good at cleaning out pantries. Um, but you don't see uh, wrestlers very often without makeup. I thought that was kind of a, a nice to see Chelsea without, without pounds and pounds of makeup on. No, it was Chelsea, the girl. <clears throat> um, the, her husband, boyfriend, whatever they are, is um, he's not currently signed, but when he was in WWE, he was known as Zack Ryder. I think his oh, okay. real name is Matt something. I don't don't know the last name. Yeah. Man, there, there have been rumors for a couple of months now, though, that he was supposedly going to come back because of how his wife's character was getting treated, that his 
they were going to bring back Zack Ryder's character to, you know, like, back her up kind of thing and be like, hey, don't say that about my wife. But that remains to be <laughs> seen, so I don't know. Yeah, so, all right, to start my, uh, to pre- prerequisite my, uh, my next very short video, I want to ask you a very strange question. What's that? What are your thoughts on marriage? Ooh. Oh. Uh, I'm very, like, torn on that. Because, on one hand... Because I know I think... a lot of... Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, a lot of Christians um, are, generally it's more of like a Christian thing at this point. Um, A lot of, um, you know, the New Day, um, I don't want to just say liberals, for example, but, you know, there are a lot of, I think partially because of its Christian um, connotation that, you know, a lot of these new liberal, trans, transgender, all these, you know, they're not necessarily into weddings as much anymore. Plus, the, I think the divorce rate is, like, really high nowadays on top of that. So a lot of people have been getting away from marriage. Like, I, I still believe in marriage, but my thing is, is, like, I feel like if you know how you are, then why go through with the wedding if it's just not going to work? Because, apparently, so I found this out, I think I was in Michigan, and apparently, I don't know if it's a law, but if you live with someone for, I think, 10 years, over five, and you're not, like, on paper, you're not legally married, and something happens to where, like, you move out, that's kind of like getting a divorce. And I found that interesting because somebody, um, I was actually at my friend's wedding and somebody said that. They're like, yeah, we were living together, but we weren't married and we were together for over 10 years. And, and like, we just kind of just went our separate ways, but I guess it was a thing. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> huh. That's uh, very interesting. Um, one of my other things, which is why I bring the question up before I play the video, um, I was always, until semi-recently, whenever I heard, like, oh, they've, you know, because you always hear people, like you said, you know, date for five years and they're engaged, but they don't necessarily get married, or, you know, they get engaged after three years and then they still wait a whole nother year to get married, and stuff like that, and then, so I kind of thought that was normal to an extent. And then when you hear stories about, like, people just up and getting married, which happened with one of my ex-girlfriends, and then one of my cousins, uh, she was, which, because I was thrown off by it, because the last I had heard, she said, was on a date with someone she met on Tinder, and he wasn't Christian enough, which is, so that was the last thing I had heard, and then the next thing I hear about her, she's married and pregnant, and I'm like, huh? Where How the heck get- do you get from that? And it wasn't even... So wait, hold on. So like, where's the dating phase of this? 
So here's what I've realized, which kind of goes, again, goes to this video I'm about to play in a second. Um, you know, it's not as, as bad. I've re I'm realizing that's kind of what you want. Because if you're, you know, especially if you're a Christian and you find the one you're looking, you know, you find the one that's got your, you know, everything you're looking for, what's, what's holding you back? Why, why not get married and make it official and be happily married? I mean, yes, but wedding, weddings, unless you elope, like, they're expensive and they take planning. Yeah. So there's that. All right, I'm going to play the video. That's short. Whenever That's I meet, you know, people who are saying, how long have you been dating? They'll say two years. I'm like, so what are you waiting for? Either get married or get off the pie. So my father had always said, and I think he's right, that you only meet the person you're going to marry when you already believe that it's time to get married. People tend to meet a person, date a person, they're like, oh, I'll fall into marriage. I'll just, I'll sort of, I'll fall in love with them, and then I'll decide to get married. Wrong. You decide you're going to get married, then you meet the person you can fall in love with, because you're thinking in a different way. When you're dating for marriage, you have a set of values. What do you want your life to look like? How do you want your life to be structured? What do you want to teach your kids? What kind of community? Like, these are really important questions. Why are you actually in the room with this person? Is it because they're good looking and because they're sexy? Or is it, or is it because this is a person you actually want to spend serious amounts of time with and maybe commit to? I've not analyzed anything like that, so. Yeah, well, I mean. They, I think I need to. You have to first decide whether you think it's time in your life to, to get serious about marriage. And if it is, then you have to ask. You'll need like a whole three hour session with Ben after yeah. this. <laughs> on my so, a lot of people are afraid of commitment. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, that's why he said, you know, once you, once you re realize that you're ready to get married, that's when you find the right person. Or you could, like for me, like I always knew I wanted to get married. But then I figured out that when you're in relationships with somebody and you're serious about them, you guys have to be on the same page with things, with where your lives are at, all this stuff. And when you have breakdowns of communication of all these things, and then, like, one person just kind of falls off and then things start to go sideways. Then you are like, okay, this is more work than even what any of us realize. So then you really have to, to, to be like, all right, do I want to stay in this or not? And I guess that's why I'm the type of person that, like, I believe in putting my all into somebody. Like, if I'm going to be with you, I'm going to be with you. No bullshit, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And if you're not right. there, then don't try to make me think something that isn't true. Because I'm a very committed person. And, like, I don't know. I, I do think, like, if you know, like, when you know, you know. Um, and I think at that point, like, that's when that can happen. But I don't think that you should just jump into something because it's what you think you need to do. And I think that that's what happens a lot now. It's like people just do stuff because it's kind of there and there's no, no seriousness to it. Right. So that's lost. So on a, on a related but side note, um... I don't know. Obviously, I know he doesn't want me to share any They're of black. his side. 
Okay. Um, but just that. Oh well, I'm just gonna talk anyway and just go with it. Uh, so this past, or I had an interview Tuesday morning, so I stayed the night at Autos. We both got slammered. He was. The, I don't know. He probably doesn't necessarily want me to say this, but he was the most drunk I've ever seen him. He was very bad. But when him and I both get drunk, we get honest. We can, like, even to the point where, like, we we say things that even we didn't know. So, like, when it comes to, like, you know, relationships or whatever, we can find out what inside of us we're actually thinking and feeling. As to which, I came to a, I don't want to, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not quite an epiphany, um, but I definitely came to a um, realization of some sort on Tuesday, uh, uh, Monday night. night. Um, I had, back when I was dating, um, I don't think her name, I've ever mentioned her name in the podcast but i've mentioned her in my vlogs you know go check my link tree um is that the girl but, that uh, back when i was with? dating hannah you got drunk over that girl uh that was uh te technician okay i think anyways uh back when i was dating hannah though she was back before i started dating her i used the term jesus freak um, I mean, I myself was a Christian before I started hanging out with her, but I was not anywhere near, I was probably about as far as you can from being a Christian to an extent. Um, and so in quote unquote dating her, I had realized not necessarily for her, but more for me and for God that I wanted to become a better person. Um, after she, I don't know, left is not the right word, but after she was no longer a part of my life, I got away from what I was doing with that. However, in my realization that came on Monday night, whether or not she's part of my life, I was happy with who I was then, and I was disappointed in myself immediately when I abandoned that version of me. So, I am starting to... I'm going to work towards, it's not going to all happen immediately, but I'm going to work towards becoming that person again. Um, it started partially because they have a TikTok that I had found, as stupid as it sounds, um, about, because I will admit, I am a bit of a, um, I forgot the term now. Um, when it comes to traffic and driving, I... Uh, road rage? Road rage. I have a lot of road rage. You're not the only yes. person. Um, <laughs> so the TikTok that I saw was, you know what, partially to be better and partially because it just confuses people more. Instead of flipping them off, give them a thumbs down. Yeah, and I loved that idea, and I've started doing that. Because if you flip them <laughs> off, you know what can happen. You get them more upset. Not just that, but... You drive, you know people get killed on the road for dumb stuff now. You just even have to look at a person and you can get shot. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so the other things that came with this is uh, 
I'm going to because the big biggest thing that I did when I was dating her is I wasn't no I wasn't drinking. She was not happy with my drinking, and so that was one of the first things that started me on my path. Um, so I've packed away my alcohol and my drinking games. I'm proud um, of you I for do listening. I do not to want to give them to Otto because I don't. Yeah, because uh, Otto originally wanted my alcohol, but I do not want to give it to him. I told him because we. It, um, 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 uh, trying not to get into too much detail, but um, he doesn't just, necessarily just... want to quit drinking. He said he might try to go back to one once a month. What? Oh, he did say that? Why did you shush? Well, if you were going to divulge out of secrets, don't do that. Oh, no, I'm not going to divulge his secrets. I'm just trying not to... I don't know what he would be okay with me saying, but um, at one point he said maybe once a month, but probably not. Um, but uh, I told him I think he should at least go back to once a month, if not quit with me. I knew he wouldn't probably go for that. Um, but So I did not want to just give him my alcohol and support his drinking. So you, um, you have to help him in his journey, too. I'm I'm gonna try as best I can, but and I, I tried to tell him, you know, I want him to, because his big thing that he and basically ended up saying was that it was a, um, not he didn't use the term I used the term and then he didn't say otherwise, but you know, drinking is basically a vice for him that he uses to uh, get through life, I guess per se. Yeah, no, that's a vice for many people. And but so it, I wanted to try to find a substitute. But it doesn't always. It most times it doesn't work yeah because like he said you know he's said because of his heart problems he can't switch to smoking of any kind of anything um so you know he, he can't have most of the vices he, he can't chew, chew gum apparently because even though like his teeth are okay i guess it, apparently it hurts his jaw or something to chew gum so he can't do that so so i don't know what we could even try to find as a vice for him. There are other vices that he can use besides drinking. I've told him that. Um, but... Yeah. With with this whole, like, relationship thing, that leads me to... <clears throat> I, uh... So... I was raised very, like... So I'm Protestant, but... That's a form of Christianity, right? And so, my, in my household, I was raised very Christian. Like, you just you just went black this time. Oh crap! My battery's gonna die. Hmm. Not yet. Okay, there we go. So I'm so good for now. Oh, poop. Um, but like, so my my family was like very Christian and stuff, and I come from that. Um, and I I was like, you know, gonna wait sex before marriage all that stuff but at some point you get to a point where you're like okay what what do i want my life to be not what not not what do other people want for me but what do i want for myself and in that you do different things and you find out the good the bad and the ugly right i am in no way shape or form condoning anything but i'm i'm i'm, I'm saying this all to say that things happen and people have to realize that 
we're human and we all say the same stuff, but we all act the same. And so at that point, you have to realize that you're no better than anyone else. You are just like them. Um, but, right. like, so on what, uh, no, Tuesday, I ran into my ex-boyfriend's concierge, one of the concierge people that worked at the desk at his apartment complex. And she gave me a hug and she said, oh, your story was so, was so good because I was talking to her about our relationship and stuff in my past and my dating history. And she's like, and I was like, yeah, like I've, I've lost myself in a few guys now. First my ex-fiance and then my ex-boyfriend. And I said, the reason why that is, is because I'm confident with who I am, but when they're not confident with themselves, then I start to take on character traits from them and start to like lose myself in them because I'm trying to build them up. And it just, it doesn't work. Because what I'm saying is valid and I'm not yep. saying it to change their personality, right? My ex-fiance was, he knew how I felt about alcohol. Did he listen? Nope. That was part of the problem. He came from alcoholics and at the time, you know, I still will never let myself, I mean, I've gotten drunk a few times, but I still will never let myself do that every single day to where I just hate who I am as a person. And like, after you get engaged, after you do all that, that kind of like opens your life up and changes your perspective, everything like that. So um, when, he, when we went through all that, I just felt like what I said just went out the window and you know, then I really, it took me a very long time to come back from that. That's part of the reason I left Michigan. And not a lot of people know that. But that was yeah. a very hard time in my life. Um, that doesn't just go away. <laughs> but yeah. Like, I mean, that's the one thing I've... And I think I've got a TikTok video about it on my thing somewhere. Um, like, a lot of people say, you know, if you can go back in time and change something... Um, I've always been a believer because of partially because of the Christian Christianity part of me is, you know, things happen for a reason. Yeah, they do. Uh, I had my great, this is going to, I don't know how it's going to come across, but, uh, had my grandfather not killed himself. Um, and my uncle and his family moved away. I would have never dated Hannah and I would not have become, you know, this who I am now. Uh, you know, that's a lot of, it is, even the tiniest little, little things happen for a reason. Tiniest little things. Like even, like right now, I'm playing with this. I've been playing with this for like last 10 minutes. Um, for, for some reason that could affect a, you know, butterfly effect kind of thing. That could affect somebody's Tuesday, you know, some, maybe somebody that watches this realize, you know, says that I have this and then because it's a Pokemon Go thing, they'll, you know, ask me for my friend code and then it'll affect their life for... Who knows? Because I'll invite them to raids, and it it could prevent them because they're doing this raid with me on in five weeks. That because they'll be five seconds later that they won't get hit by a car. Who knows? <laughs> I always believe yep. stuff like that. <laughs> Life is interesting, and I I think that the older you get, like I realized recently that 
I'm very grateful for all my life experiences because now I'm at a point in my life where I'm, I just have all this wisdom, this knowledge, this, this almost like clarity of everything that's happened in my life has happened for a reason, whether I've done it, whether other people have done it. You know, life is meant to, to take you on very interesting rides, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's not, and it's up to you on how you handle that. On how, I'm sorry, my dog's are like, on how you handle that, on how you, your attitude, <laughs> all that stuff is important. And that's why I don't, I used to be a person that everybody could come to and take on all their crap, but I don't do that anymore because that's not good for me. So I listen to them. But I just go, all right, this is your issue. You deal with it. <laughs> yeah. All right. We are getting uh, we're quite a ways into our episode here. So let's. I have a one uh, lighthearted video that will kind of break our tension from the bunch of seriousness we just had before we go into some more serious videos. Your man in the background, I'm so sorry. Man. You guys may hear a person They've talking. They've been going that so well. I know. <laughs> All right, let's do this thing that I did. I hear it. I don't see it. Go. Yeah, I, I was switching. I switched to preview because sometimes it works if I preview it and then switch it back to live. Well, now I can so I was trying see to, it again. It's not going back to live. <laughs> you can. See, oh, have I been black that entire time? Yep. Okay. Voice actors of SpongeBob were SpongeBob. actually swearing. In an interview with Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, he revealed this. You know what? When we recorded that, all of our SpongeBob and Ben.
Oh, it's SpongeBob. Not sure why that part got so quiet, but. <laughs> but yeah, there's SpongeBob and Patrick swearing. <laughs> I always wondered if they could get away with that. <laughs> Because you know it's coming. Like, that show is just... Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on tipping? Wait, like, waiters and waitresses? Yeah. If they don't suck, tip them well. If they suck, don't tip them at all. All right. for your ice cream at Molly Moon's in Seattle. At the bottom of Dude Life? Tipping is not allowed here. Owner Molly Moon Neitzel says those checkout screens make customers and her workers uncomfortable. Employees don't really want to stand there and think about how much influence you have over what they're going to take home. So she raised prices and raised pay. What's your minimum wage? We start folks at $21 an hour. Benefit? Absolutely. A new bank rate survey out today suggests two-thirds of Americans now have a negative view about tipping. Sixty percent of Americans say they're now tipping more. Back when Molly Moon's accepted tips, she says the biggest winners were credit card processors. Because they make more on the credit card processing fees. And she says the data from the very system that collected the tips showed they led to pay inequities. Black employees at Molly Moon's were making a lot less than white employees. You can tell that. Absolutely. Now all employees know exactly how much they'll make. How? So, they're not doing tips at that place, right? Or are they? Nope. Nope, not at all. See... Like, even tipping, like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't wanna. But then, other times I'm like, cause, okay, so, <laughs> now that I've worked in a restaurant, I kind of understand it more from the service perspective and why they're so mad. But, I'm still like, just remember, you were then, and we all struggle. And maybe not everybody can tip. And if... I don't know. I I think it's... It's not bad. So... I think it's good. But I yeah, also... Yeah, with my experience... Um, I've always been... Under the... Um, I generally, if I have money, obviously, or I try, if I don't have money, I try not to go somewhere where tipping is generally wanted or warranted or whatever. Um, I try I feel to, like you know, everywhere if I don't have that kind of money. Though. But even just, uh, yeah. Well, even just, uh, was it, yeah, I took Otto to work on Tuesday at his new job. And even though I just got something simple that didn't require any, anybody to make anything for me, she just had to grab them. And it, was, it wasn't a big bill. I gave my extra $1 and my change. I put it in their tip jar because they were very polite and nice in ringing me up. <laughs> and I had never been to that store, that uh, place before. So, I, you know, it was nice service. 
Um, and then on the other end, you know, being that I've worked at Subway, I've worked at, um, um, if the, you worked the casino, at one of these two, I'm going um, to be shocked. Working at the casino is interesting. I have not worked at Wendy's. Um, but working at the casino, obviously the people who are up in money, they're generally going to not necessarily tip better, but, you know, as long as their service is nice, they'll give you a decent tip. <laughs> um, a lot of times, which was also allowed, and then we could go turn, like when people cash out like 32 cents, they get the slip for 32 cents and they'll give us the, they'll put that in the tip jar. Um, but, uh, it's kind of weird because again, the big thing with working at the casino as a kind of a side note, I'll come right back. But, um, you know, people are always losing money, so they're not in the best of mood. So the, you got to get the ones who are in a decent mood who are, you know, even just a little bit up on money and they'll tip you. But so what um, I find really interesting where was I going with? Okay, go ahead. Is I got really good at making tips. All I had to do was work hard. And the more I was there, I kept going up. And had I stayed, I probably would be making yeah. more. Like, it's not really that hard. Right. You just have to work. No, that's when people see you, you have doing to that. Be nice. You have to work hard. You have to smile. Yep. I mean, obviously, you're going to get those difficult customers in there, and you got to, you know, try your best at the same time. But yeah, it's just a matter of do you want to do with that stress or not? Yeah. All right, I do have a couple quick articles I want to mention, and then I, at least I have a few videos, but I really only want to get one of them at least in because uh, we're getting close to our hour and a half. Uh, TSR, I can't remember what it actually stands for. Um, Wizards of the Coast bought them out originally in 1997. It was, the first one was founded by Gary Gygax and Don Kay in 1973. Wizards of the Coast bought them in 1997. Um, apparently they are newly formated one is owned by Justin Lanasa. Um, he's known for a chain of tattoo parlors and a failed political campaign. I'm not going to get into why that failed. Um, but originally when he reformed it, he filed a lawsuit against Wizards of the Coast in December 2021, claiming that Wizards had abandoned multiple trademarks and copyrights related to its purchase of TSR. However, Wizards is countersuing them and him personally for trademark infringement, cyber squatting, and more. <laughs> okay, I got 10% left. You're... Yeah, I say, you just went to a black screen. Yeah, I know. Um, so that's... I'm not sure what's going to become of the... Oh, part of why I had this article up in the first place, their court cases with... TSR and um, Wizards of the Coast have been put on hold because the new TSR just declared bankruptcy, which apparently be becomes more... Huh. Um, that just sounds like a lot. More pertinent, and so it puts everything else on hold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why, they re why he tried to reform it, what his plan is. That would be very interesting to see what 
what his plan was, if nothing else. But you can still buy stuff from their site, so I might be interested in checking that out and seeing what's going on, and maybe I'll have more information. I don't even know what that is. Week. Is that a tattoo I'll, parlor? I'll add or that something? to my list. Well, TSR was the original makers of D and D. So, like uh, first or like the first edition, and I think second edition D and D stuff has the TSR logo on it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Isn't that like who does like, um, does, like the video games and stuff too? Yeah, they do Magic the Gathering. Uh, I think Wizards of the Coast bought Hasbro or something like that or something in there. Or they did a combo, something or other. Um, what else does Wizards of the Coast have? I know they have Magic. I know they have d and I feel like they have other things too. I just don't know what else. <laughs> um, the World's Deepest Hotel opens in the UK. What? I heard about this on Radio U this morning um they built this hotel this is in wales um it's literally they turned an old abandoned mine into a hotel so you but it's they say you have to take a it's a like a 45 minute uh elevator ride or walk or something to get down there wow 45 minutes yeah, 45-minute trek. Yeah, you have to complete a 45-minute trek up into the mountains, and at the end you'll get a helmet, light, harness, and boots before venturing into the depths of the mine. Um, and it's... I think it was like 600 and some American dollars to stay the night there per night. 685, I think I was. they said. For one night. And it's literally, you can only stay, um, they're only open on sat four Saturday nights. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, I almost need to see this, because... It's, it's just... When I think of... I can send you the link. When I think of a hotel, I think of, like, a building. But that's not what this sounds right. like. I mean, no, here, I'll send you the link. It's got pictures. <laughs> if, if, if Facebook will load, it's not loading Facebook. Speaking of, like, hotels and stuff, are you into haunts? Not, no. No, no ghosties? No, not particularly. I used to, my grandfather and I used to watch, um, like, a haunting and stuff like that all the time, but... Oh, man, it'd be interesting to go to, like, haunted houses, well, haunted hotels and stuff. Uh, Alright, it's trying to send, but I'm sending it to our podcast group chat. I got it. I went that. What? I went that, guys. Got it. Alright, cool. Oh, interesting. Oh. Um. Very interesting. Right? So they gotta... Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking was like, they they have to zip that. 
I forgot about, I wanted to mention real quick. We had a uh, celebrity death that I wanted to mention. His name is Treat Williams. <gasps> no, he died? Um, you know that name? Yes! So you've never seen Everwood, the show? That was like, he's also been in other stuff. Oh, yeah, he is yeah, in that too, like isn't he? Dad. Well, the main reason I know of him and that I found it is on Instagram because I watch, uh, which is kind of why I thought maybe people might know it from that watch our podcast that watch wrestling. Um, because, you know, sometimes you'll turn on USA before Monday Night Raw and they'll be playing Chicago Fire. Oh, yep. He played uh, Severide's dad. Yeah, I think I did see that episode. So yeah, he uh, he passed away. I don't know a lot of details, but I figured I'd at least mention oh, that. Oh wow! Anyway. Huh? I think. I mean, it was what two? I feel like it was two years ago, two and a half years ago. They killed him off on Chicago Fire. Maybe it was three even. I don't like. I I've, I'm more into the Chicago shows now than I used to be. Um. But I don't really know that. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm going to show my last video, and then we'll probably close yes. it out. Um, and I'm going to try to... There's a certain spot I want to pause it to point something out. So I'm going to try to do that properly, as long as it's not having too many issues with skipping as it is. I bought this Pokemon Platinum safe file from GameStop. Let's see what it's got inside. So his name is Mr. Epic. Only lame people name themselves that. Jeez. All right, why the hell is he here? This is a random spot to be. Where, where the heck is even this? How do you even get out? Are you just trapped in here? I guess we'll see what Mr. Epic has in his party. Starting off, we have I the... Okay, so... Uh, I don't know if it cut out for the uh, actual uh, video or not. Um, but it didn't show the beginning part for me anyway. I don't know if you probably didn't hear it either then. But he said he bought this Pokemon game cartridge from a, like a game store. GameStop. Uh, his name... I, yeah, yeah, GameStop, thank you. Um, his name on YouTube, or not YouTube, uh, or yeah, YouTube and Twitter is Short Tempered, is like his fun name. But his real name is Tobin. So I would like to point out where I paused it that this whole video is clickbait because he didn't buy it. He was one who did it. Under original trainer for this Krikot is his name. He is he made this account himself and he's doing this for clickbait. Cricket Todd. Oh god, this is gonna be bad. He's on the lagging tail and he has tackle at level five. Yikes. The breasts have to be good, right? Uh, it's a burry put. Does this guy have a nickname scheme? I put them into Pokemon Home Lol. Well, for me, I guess. I mean, you have something in the PC, like a little bit? Well, I gotta figure out how the hell to get out of here. Well, I feel dumb. Alright, well, let's go check the PC real quick. Please, show me something. I did not buy this safe file to have nothing in it. So he has a note in here, it looks like. This is obviously spelling something. Right, I'm gonna look up my phone. Oh, it says get for Yo, you, buddy. Yeah, kind of seems it. Yep. And I just, I feel like you shouldn't, you, you, 
Mm. I mean, he's already a big enough YouTuber. Like, sure, he's trying to get views, more views, and more new people in. But the, the he, yeah. come on now, don't be a dick about it. Don't you don't need to clickbait shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, I don't really see like the whole point in clickbaiting and stuff. Like, just I don't know. Be genuine at least. Yeah, I mean, there's better ways to go about stuff like that. And I, I, I myself haven't done like the classes or whatever, but even the little bit that I picked up back from when I first started watching Shay Carl. There's other things you can do, like just literally make your video titles all caps. Um, not necessarily clickbait, but you know, the word your titles to where it's still true, but it makes it seem more extensive mm -hmm. or something, you know? That's the kind of things that I picked up on from just from watching Shay Carl. Is, you know, don't lie, don't but you know. <laughs> and that's why I stuck around, because, you know, he was... An, an honest and whatever. Yeah. Uh, so on a side note, since we're here at the end, and I know you probably haven't yet, but do you by chance have, because it took me a long time to figure one out, but do you by chance have a sign-off, like a set sign-off that you have thought about or started to think about? Not really. I was just going to stick with mine until something clicked. Okay, I'll do autos real quick before I do mine, and then uh, we'll go from there. So, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, kids do. Check out our link trees. Um, yeah, what do kids do nowadays? Uh, ding dong. Goodbye. Bye.